Welcome to another episode of Black Women Parlay. Now today is one of those ones where I'm kind of talking about this part around life and I've called it my better choices era. And the reason why I've talked about it being my better choices era is because part of my realization has been that better choices aren't always big choices. They're also incrementally small choices that have the sum total effect of making small but cumulatively really impactful decisions on your life. And I've thought about that, especially more as an adult. And when I say adult, I mean approaching 40 next year. I've realized that I just have less time and less inclination to put myself in situations where I have to feel as though, A, I'm questioning myself, B, and I'm not talking about discomfort in the sense of growth, but B, I'm feeling discomfort because I'm constantly having to justify and reiterate what it is I'm trying to do as a grown woman. See, when I've just learned over time that I've not listened, and it is the definition of insanity, but that doesn't mean you're less prone to um, going down that road um, of doing the same thing and expecting different results. And all of that ultimately has had one effect. And that one effect is it takes time away from all the other things that I'm trying to do because you're dedicating. Now, obviously we know relationships of all kinds, sexual and platonic and professional as in working relationships all take time and energy. And there is only a certain amount of time that you have to get like life done. But I was like, hold on, I've got to make better choices. I have to be more selective about how I choose to invest that time. Because the thing is, and this is me like leaning in now. You spend so much time. I always think about this and I, I don't know where I said it in another video somewhere. But I always think about the difference between a good manager and a bad manager or a good relationship and a bad relationship. When you're in a bad relationship, that person actually gets more of your energy and time. And when I say relationship, I'm talking here platonic and or sexual. That person gets more of your time because you think about it. You try to dispel, you know, all the kind of burdensome energy. You spend time talking about it to other colleagues, other friends, your partner, whoever. So they end up taking more time more effort, more consideration than when things are going good. And I think that's what, when people talk about also a virtuous cycle versus a vicious cycle, there was this, um, this is report now, I do not remember where I saw this. I'll try and dig it up from somewhere. But basically there's this report that talks about um, 
the impact of complaining, right? So there's a normal threshold of complaining, but when you start to complain in general a lot, you fall into a complaint cycle where you complain about everything, which then of course, is a self-fulfilling prophecy that has a negative impact on everything that you do. Conversely, this better choices era is that same thing. Making these better choices will cumulatively add up to a virtuous cycle. And it doesn't necessarily mean that the outcome is going to be perfect or the outcome is going to be what you might want it to be. But it's just knowing that even if it's not, how you're going to deal with that because you're in this better cycle, better choices era, the way you're going to interact with that is also going to be different. And that's one of the things that like I constantly think about is that sometimes, especially as black women, we're taught to fight, we're taught to fight for things, we're taught to, and I'm not saying being taught to fight for things is a bad thing, but there's this part about, is it a stopcock? Yeah, I think it's called a stopcock. Like when, knowing when to cut your losses and understanding that if we're the sacrifice, if we're the only person who is sacrificing energy, social capital, physical capital, mental capital, that that's actually the point where we have to stop as opposed to being the point where we want to continue and go, do you know what? Let me just see. It's like, don't keep investing in a losing stock just to prove you can save it. Because ultimately, the most important to be person to be saved is you, is me. And that can feel selfish. It can feel wild because it's something that's so new, uncomfortable, um, unfamiliar. Because small, better choices don't always make you feel comfortable. Small, better choices don't always feel like, I don't know, the best option at the time. Because of those elements of discomfort, because of those moments of, hey, what on earth is it I'm doing here? Like, this is weird. I don't I don't know what's going on. Um, was that a good decision? Because we've been trained to... We've been trained to kind of believe that there's always a social etiquette. We've been trained to believe that you need to do X, Y, Z for it to be self-care. And there was this article that I wrote, and I'm still going to write it. Um, and I have to give props to the person who helped me figure it out, Lindsay. Um, and it's this concept of sometimes when self-care is don't care. And when I say where self-care is don't care, it's like, Yes, there is too, there is a such thing as too much screen time or whatever else. But sometimes you don't want to actively do. Sometimes you just want to be. And that's okay. Because if the ultimate output of that is that you feel better, you feel relaxed, you feel less stressed, then it's worth it. Because at the end of the day, for me, my better choices era is, is all of this in some total, contributing to the life and the lifestyle and the interactions that I want to have and is it the way I want to live? Sometimes it's not the way you want to live. Sometimes the better choices actually feel like 
pressure and they shouldn't. They shouldn't feel like pressure. And I remember, and if I go back now, if I'm being completely honest, I always have this kind of life overhaul. I'm going to call it audit, actually. I've always had these life audit moments and they've they've come at different times. Hold on, what's the date today? Ha ha, today's the 11th. Today is my 11, my 10 year and one day anniversary of moving to moving to Germany. Now, I call this these life audits, they are, they are part of the better choices overhaul, the better choice era kind of moment, just because every single time I've sat down and I've asked myself truthfully, like, what is it I like to do? Who can I do that with? Is it something I want to do by myself? Even if, can I do it by myself? How do I want to feel after that? What are my interests? Are my interests the same as they were? Do I want to do slightly different things? Where can I get access to that? And that's been just on a on a on a lifestyle one. But the difference between this better choice, choices era that I, I'm currently in. It's about the emotional side of things. Am I emotionally in a place that allows me to speak freely? Yeah, we're always going to have stress. That's part and parcel. But am I there? Do I feel for the most part how I want to feel? And if I don't, why not? How is it I want to feel? What are the interactions that I want to have? What would I like to give to others? All these, you know, the the emotional reciprocity, all of those things make a difference. As I'm approaching 40, it's also listening, (laughs) listening actively to your body, recognizing that, you know, everything in moderation, when it comes to food and drink and whatever else. But, you know, am I making the best choices for me? Have I taken the time to make the best choices for me? And when I make those best choices, or these better choices, not the best, the better choices, because it's always a work in progress, you're always getting better and better. And I don't really believe there is a best because everything, you know, every, every part of life changes. But sometimes I think on the emotional side, how you want to feel doesn't, what you want to do or what kind of lifestyle you want to live. And when I say what kind of lifestyle, once again, it comes to, comes down to, for me, how does living this life make me feel? Do I feel free? Do I feel limited? Do I feel like I'm in chains? What is it that I'm getting from it and what's missing? And when I ask myself those questions, honestly, I want to ask myself those questions you know, repeatedly, getting the answer back isn't nice. Sometimes, because getting the answer back means you have to change something. And sometimes the thing you have to change is the thing you don't want to change. But in prioritizing yourself, 
in prioritizing myself, the better choices era is so important because it stabilizes and grounds you for the next phase, whatever that phase is. And that phase might be preparation to meet your partner who is somewhere on their way to come and find you from a place you do not know. And there is going to be, I did black female in dating. I am coming back for um, this topic about black women in dating. It's, I, it's, it's something that's so important to me, but that's like another topic. But all these better choices just put you on a better path that hopefully provides because I because I you know I really thought about this and one of the things that I did also think about is what is the benefit of being in an emotionally better being in this better choice era emotionally and the answer is clarity clarity and that clarity has been pervasive in so many different parts. The ability to see farther, deeper, wider, broader, see what's there for you, see what opportunities are, being brave and bold, all of these things that without it, I wouldn't have. And that's why I think you know, focusing on how we feel and how we would like to feel in life, in relationships, at work. We can't control how other people act. No, we can't. But we can think about how we would like to be able to react. And some of that stuff, I'm going to be honest, it doesn't happen by itself. It doesn't happen by, it doesn't happen alone. There's books there's therapy there's you know talking to friends whatever it might be but there's something I don't know there's something about claiming it and owning it and demanding it from others like if this is your better choice era you have to 100% live it and live it authentically but also ensure that any of the external influences around you can't manipulate change that for you the better choices era for me is also one of those ones where we take the pressure out of perfection that we no longer feel we have to deliver everything perfectly all at the same time be the best at but that it takes you on a daily journey that you you know we don't always get to decide everything but Still, there's an element of being able to make decisions enough that you go, this is for my, this is for my better choice era. And it might be, I don't know, your bus gets on your nerves and your, your immediate reaction is to kind of go, who, eh? and then you kind of take a breath and go, actually, what am I going to get out of this? I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to do whatever. It might be someone irritating you. It might be that you get an email that you don't like. You might be, I mean, I I am known for cussing when I'm driving the car. So, you know, um, but what, what, what does that look like? And what does it get, where does it get you to? Um, 
And that's why that's why I replaced the word best with better. Because it is a journey. And best is superlative. And it's very, very definitive. Like this is the best. But what's the best for you today might not be the best for you tomorrow. And that's why I like the idea of the comparative around better. Because it's constantly changing. It acknowledges the dynamism in life. It acknowledges that as we grow and learn more about ourselves and decide we want different things, that you make your choices based on dynamic factors as opposed to I'm making a choice based on something and I'm going to stick to this best option until it ultimately kills me. (laughs) When I say kills me, not literally, but there's such pressure to always there's there's the one half which is sticking when I say sticking by your word but there's such it's really weird like there's this paradoxical messaging that we have in society wow I didn't realize I was going to go here but anyway there's this paradoxical messaging we have in society that on the one hand encourages growth But on the other hand, if you change your mind about something, then you are inconsistent and a hypocrite. So it's this part around, if we recognize that growth is actually change, that we don't have to die on a hill with our opinion that we had once upon a time. You're allowed to change, you're allowed to grow, you're allowed to, you're allowed to develop and have a different view on something because you're in a different life, uh, uh, phase of life, that's it. You're in a different phase of life, you're in a different mindset, you have a different group around you, you've you've gone on a journey, all these different things. And Once again, this is why I say better and not best, because there has to be this space, this continual space for growth, for acknowledging that what your needs were, they aren't anymore, acknowledging that what was once enriching your life is no longer having that same, you know, is no no longer having that same effect and that's all okay because better choices just allow for that it creates that space emotionally emotionally financially whatever I mean if I think about what this under Duckett said about living her life like a diversified portfolio right um She's not great at everything at the same time. You know, when she's CEO, she's 100% there. That means she might not be a great mother, but over time, a diversified portfolio um, gives better returns. But I also think about when you're also investing, you reassess your portfolio, whether it's, you know, yearly, whether it's three years, you know, every three years, you reassess that your portfolio is delivering what you wanted to deliver 
And if it's not, what do you do? You change the requirements. You ask them to change the allocation, all of this kind of stuff. Because it's a better choice for you. Better. It's not, it's the, it's the, maybe it's the best for now, but it was a better choice than it was, you know, really reflecting who you are and where you are. And that's really why I always think about this real issue around not creating space for growth because you said something once upon a time or you did something once upon a time. And I wish everyone a wonderful, better choices era just because it's the small things. It's not always the big things. And it's okay to want something else besides the thing you wanted before and this has got nothing to do with you know the success and consistency and all that kind of stuff like this is a completely different diorama like a completely different stratosphere universe in that sense that's like another topic but this is just from the getting the best out of you means better choices not always the best things so thank you, as usual, for, for taking the time to listen to me. Um, and you know where to find me on Instagram. It's at Leanne MM. On LinkedIn, it's Leanne Meyer. And on TikTok, it's Leanne Meyer 5, I do believe. So thank you. And I will see you next time.